you know what's better than 24. number <laughs> 25. Wow. Hi, everyone. I'm Liv. This is M. M. Say hi. No. And we're your meta sidekicks. Today, we're going to be doing a listener story. And it's not just your average true crime paranormal listener stories. No, 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 folks. If you are new here, this is your meta sidekicks. We are your sidekicks to everything metaphysical. And we talk about all of the topics that you love. True crime, paranormal, spirituality, metaphysical, everything, and all the cool things in between. Yeah. Don't, I well, buckle up because Yo. sometimes I sing. What? We're psychic mediums and we're doing listener stories. What is a listener story? Well, we asked you guys for your paranormal spiritual stories. And if you guys want to get in on the next one, we will have a link in the show notes. But we're going to read your stories and react to them as psychic mediums so that we can tell you if the spoopy things actually did happen to you. Wow, you actually figured out the right button. Yes. Wow. Wow. Took you long enough. Uh, no, that was just luck. Or maybe it was intuition. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe she's a psychic medium. It's maybe like you're has, a medium or something. Maybe she has ADHD too. Okay, I'm going to start. <laughs> I go first. Okay. I know. You always say I go first. And you also always interrupt my I'm long-winded. Because you talk so much. Well, yeah. I got... If I don't interrupt, then you could just talk the entire podcast. I, well, I could, but that's a lot of people why are we like, have a podcast. Em always interrupts, and I'm like, that's because if I didn't, she would just keep talking and talking and talking, and she could do it by herself. And why am I here? I have ideas. Well, one, they like it, and two, your hair looks really pretty right now. I don't know why like, I did nothing to it, and I laid in it. You got the curly bangs going on. You. Hey, are you doing anything later? So our first listener story, I hit her with the eyebrows. I have titled it, Just a Walk in the Park. Robert the Doll doesn't think I have eyebrows, but Emily got creeped out, so it's good enough. Take that, Robert. This is brought to you by Christine S. Thanks, Christine S. You ready? Yeah. Oh, wait, hang on. You gotta put your medium hat on. I know, that's what I have to do. Give me a second. Take it out of the box. That was not a box sound. What are you doing to it? I was dusting it off. Also, my box is made out of wood, and it has hinges on the top of it. It's not one of those normal hat boxes that looks like a circular shoe box. You don't have one of your minions put it on your head for you? No, I don't have minions. Actually, it's also a tiara because I'm a Leo. We've been over this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You got it on? Ready. It's crooked, but yeah. I'm going to send it. So, I have had many paranormal things happen to me. The most recent one I've had was when me and my boyfriend were taking a walk in a park in New York. New York. In the dead of winter. While we were walking, I saw something that looked like it was a woman dressed in white. I brushed it off as nothing really. As we were sitting in one of the gazebos in the park... I started feeling very weird, like someone was watching us, so we decided to leave. My boyfriend then grabs my hand and starts sprinting out of there, and he said he saw something floating on the water with glowing eyes. It's okay. It was just me. Don't be alarmed. I swear I like to take my yearly baths. 
I have never seen him run faster in my life, so I started praying and asking my deceased grandmother to watch over us and protect us. While we were driving away, I took his hand and prayed the rosary because I felt like it was the right thing to do in the instance. We then pulled into a parking lot and I was still saying prayers when all of a sudden my boyfriend looks at me with tears in his eyes and says, my deceased grandfather's sign is here. A little background, when my boyfriend's grandfather passed away, there was a cardinal sitting on the window outside of the hospital room. I have never met his grandfather, so I did not know of this. There was a cardinal in the parking lot where we were, which I thought was odd since it was winter and I don't really see birds in the winter in New York. I still am not sure what to make of this, if it was just a coincidence, or if I actually have an ability to do something. Of seeing the cardinal or seeing a scary woman and me in a park in New York? Well, she asked for her grandmother to watch over them. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you talked about rosaries because I literally was about to say, and grab your rosaries to pray the rosary because nowadays kids don't have rosaries in their pockets like they should. Instead, they pray to dead grandparents. And then you literally said, and then I started to pray the rosary. And I was like, oh man, your grandma's got this on you. Like, so do you, you see the woman? have rosary beads in your pocket. What? So do you see the woman? The woman in the park? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she died there a very long time ago because I see her. There's another woman there, though, too, that's dressed differently and she's sassier than the other woman. Okay. Why is she here? Um, I feel like they were killed in the park a really long time ago. Interesting. No. The one that's sassy, that's dressed different, is talking on behalf of the other woman. I don't. I'm not sure. There's a woman that's here in a pencil skirt, but she's wearing white just to stay on brand with the whole story topic of seeing a woman <laughs> just in so white. Just so you understand that she's related. <laughs> yes. She's like sassy about it. She's like, you're going to say that she died a really long time ago, but this park wasn't even around that long ago. And what else did she, what is she saying? She's saying that she's wearing a pencil skirt because it's more modern and she's talking on behalf of the other people that have died in this park, like collectively. Um, she has like really long, dark, straight brown hair and she's sassy. Sassy. Interesting. I just see a woman that just like fades away mm-hmm. when she walks. Do you see her with like, I see like one of those old timey umbrellas, like what is it called? Parasol? Yeah. And her hair is kind of like. Wavy and long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see her, but then there's this pencil skirt lady talking about how I'm. Yeah. She won't talk. Like so. uh, the pencil skirt lady won't talk or the lady that fades away won't talk the lady that fades away yes which is why pencil skirt lady's here and she's like you're just assuming these things (laughs) i'm in a pencil skirt i'm I'm more modern (laughs) i know what's happening so Uh, what is the park dangerous or something if people are dying in it or was it not a park before i'm not entirely sure because the lady with the pencil skirt is like ruining my vibe well (laughs) um (laughs) They're making me see, like, Canada, and I know that doesn't make any sense to you or anyone else, but... What about Canada? I saw this one video once, because my fiancé likes to watch this one bodybuilder who's from Canada, and um, one of, like, I don't know, I think of Canada as, like, a really cool place with lots of maple syrup and people that ride horses with cool hats on and there's maple leaves everywhere, but I, this guy's neighborhood this youtuber bodybuilder guy 
he lives in like a very rural part of Canada and it's like just kind of I don't know doesn't have a lot of things around it they're also showing me like the park from Harry Potter when the Dementors come where it's just like pretty plain they're like you're thinking this woman in a pencil skirt is like you're thinking New York City like Central Park and that's not what it is and I'm like okay calm down just thinking because she has a parasol that maybe she's in Central Park of New York City and she's like no you're dumb stop appropriating us and I'm like okay Jesus. I'm having a conversation with pencil skirt lady. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the, I don't know about you seeing me in the pond, but do you see anything about that? That's like scary stuff. About a pond? Yeah, the monster eyes in the pond or the lake, whatever it was. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Me taking my yearly bath. They're telling me it's not related to the park itself. Yeah, I can't hear now. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Weird makes me think about like this big giant monster that flails around with red eyes that looks like a weird toxic waste alligator thing yeah i get like muck man yes yes but um it won't talk to me clearly because i can't hear out of my left ear now so ah (laughs) well um i'm glad that you prayed to your grandparents that's super cool i think people put it there the muck monster Mm -hmm. Mm. they're showing me like from jujitsu kaisen how curses are made from people yeah it's there because of the people's negativity around things yeah but its energy is very like snapshot kind of like when you see it it's super intense but it's gone before it's there unless you are someone that's focusing on something with the same sort of energy but you guys bulked it and we're fine but yeah, I think it's funny that your grandma's like you should just have rosaries and then you wouldn't need to think about me as much <laughs> So was his grandfather there? With the cardinal? The cardinal. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, because I feel like in that moment, both of them were so scared whether or not the situation that was happening metaphysically was that dire. It was important to our listener story person. And the grandmother was like, okay, I'm going to cover your back while you guys go somewhere. And the grandfather's like, okay, I'm going to stay on the other side once you guys get to where you need to be and it's going to be fine. It was like she was the beginning and he was the ending of the situation in a comforting gotcha. space interesting you know one person's like i'll i'll like watch the rear and the other person's like i'll meet you there it was like that Mm-hmm. yeah it's cute it's interesting next story bum, bum, bum. maybe not maybe it's a maybe it's a story instead of a i think it's gonna be a, a clusterfuck <laughs> thanks for your your uh I don't know, confidence in me? All right. No, not in you. I just think there's multiple stories in this one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's going to be like, this is happening. Now this is happening. Now this is happening. So we need to buckle up yeah. for this roller coaster ride of a listener story that M has so lovingly named Next Scene. You can already tell. Maybe it's Next Scene because it goes from one scene to the next. You're really catching on, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, anonymous person. Who did not put their name in their listener story? It goes, Hello, Meta Kicks. I love your content so much that I really think you will go big someday. What? Go big or go home, right? Is that a thing? That was like 2015, 2013. You're a towel. Oh, I am a towel. I'm not using my real name here because I am shy, but here is my story. Aw, I'm going to call you shy. 
Anyways, okay. Quote, I actually have many weird and spooky stories for you, but I'll first see how it goes with this one. End quote. Shy says, I once tried listening to a past life regression music, then went to sleep afterwards, except I didn't really sleep, but kind of lucid dreamt or something. I'm not really sure what happened. I just saw the view in front of me, wiggled, then melted down, and next, I'm doing a spiral staircase that made me feel loopy and dizzy. I'm loopy, I'm loopy. Remember from uh, Jimmy Neutron? Oh. When he takes his brain out and gives it to Sheen? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Jimmy gets his brain back and they are all doing the dance, the I'm loopy dance. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Maybe you watched Jimmy Neutron before you went to bed. Or I feel like there's something coming down the stairs. So go oh, yeah, on. me too. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so after he got done doing the loopy dance, or Shy did, they were in a rich man's garden, like a mansion hidden behind some vines. Then there was a guy in front of me kissing my face repeatedly, telling me that I'm beautiful while I complained to him endlessly how I'm not beautiful or not worthy of something. It was a romantic scene, except the guy is not supposed to be there with me that I am kind of cheating on my real rich husband with him. The place felt familiar, like Mexico or somewhere in South America. What? I think you should take your lucid dreams and make them into, like, TV shows. Anyways, next scene. Oh, I got it. Okay. <laughs> next scene. I was standing at the end of a dining table with lots of food in a veranda of a white mansion. I'm not sure... There were white curtains blowing in the wind and flowers and all. The table was so inviting, but I didn't feel welcome to sit and eat because my angry husband at the other end of the table was very angry at me and didn't want me to join him to eat. I could not understand our conversation, but it felt like he was giving me an ultimatum that I needed to either leave Mexico and go with him to Europe or stay here forever so I would behave. Next scene. I'm being lifted off the ground in a helicopter, and I can't remember if the husband was with me or not. Next scene. The view in front of me was high up and the sky meandering down towards the ground, past a river, past a bridge, and then gray. Next scene. I'm in front of my own tombstone, crying and sobbing unconsolably. On the tombstone was written Elena, last name I couldn't read. I just knew that I died for sure, and I can't tell if I was set up to die or just an accident. Weird thing is Elena has all the letters that my current name has now and almost sounded the same. Also, the guy that I was cheating on within the garden. I know him in this life when I was still attending university. The angry husband was sitting in that lovely table became my husband now, but we eventually separated. I mean, you said you sat down to do like some past life regression music. So maybe it just didn't happen the way that the people in the music video told you it was supposed to, because that's some wild freaking shit right there. What do you think? I'm not sure what you were talking about because I feel like there's something staring at me from the staircase. I know. You have to ignore it. But what is it? Is it I... for this story? It's not going to answer that question. I know. Because I've been asking it. Why are you talking to it? Because I thought it was for what we're doing. Um, Probably not. It's probably just creepy. It like is on all fours it has white gloves there's black and red stripes that go up and down its arms and it looks like some sort of demonic clown thing from a cartoon 
Why can you explain things that I see that I think aren't real? Because I'm clairvoyant and you're looking at it, which makes me look at it and I'm ignoring it. You need to stop I looking need at you, it. Okay, it's I'm going to explain it to you. are peering through the slit in the stairs and I do not appreciate it. Yeah, we're downstairs in my basement and this, we're staring at the staircase. I'm not staring at the staircase. Emily is staring at the staircase. Okay, we're looking at the staircase. We're looking in the direction of the staircase. And my staircase has like a railing and then the wall. And then there's like a space between the railing and the wall. And there's this weird ass thing that I like physically saw a shadow like move up there. And I was like, oh, this is going to be for our next reading. And it literally... She just talked about everything that wasn't about this weird thing that's there. Because I was like, are you making her a lucid dream? And it was like, am I? (laughs) Yeah, all of its appendages, like where it has joints, rotate in a circle. It's really gross. But I see this weird thing on all fours with stripes and white gloves and... Giant head is bigger than the rest of its body, cartoon-wise. Yeah. And its head is just like staring through the hole in the staircase. But You're it's welcome. on all fours, like one of those things from like the scary movies where like they're really close to the ground and their elbows and joints like go the opposite direction yeah. that they're supposed their to. Their legs shouldn't be bending the way that they're bending. I mean, he's got a top hat on, so like <laughs> points for presentation. Is that why she's lucid dreaming? Because it won't tell me clearly. Um, no. I think what, the lucid. Why is that there? <laughs> just because it can be okay cool (laughs) i don't know we read a story before this that really messed me up maybe it's because i feel gross that it's like here Mm. that's fun gross i'm you need to watch tokyo ghoul because it's really messing me up right now i don't want to watch it because it's so fizzed but also the animation is is great tokyo ghoul yeah it's Mm -hmm. literally these people that are like vampires Mm -hmm. that live in society like people but they're ghouls, not vampires, and they eat human flesh. That's what they eat. So, like, instead of, like, drinking people's bloods, they just eat people in general. Their bloods, plural. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it just... I'm in this point right now where this one guy is, like, crazy, and he talks in French, and, like, is the most extravagant person, and he wants to eat the main character... Because the main character has become turned into a ghoul, even though he's half human, because a ghoul tried to eat him, but then they both ended up getting injured in like a mysterious accident that they don't know what happened, why or who did it, and the doctors didn't know that the lady that this boy was with was a ghoul, and they put his her organs inside of him, and now this ghoul lady's soul is like tantalizing and taunting him, but he's also half ghoul because the organs are becoming like... I don't know, accepted by his body. So now he's like understanding that ghouls live simultaneously within society with normal people. And this one guy is like a cannibalistic ghoul guy who puts people in a ring to like fight to the death while other ghouls watch like Rome in the Colosseum. But he wants to eat him because he thinks he smells good. And the thing that is sitting in the stairs is gross because you're asking it questions and it's messing with me because you're like, is this the thing that makes her have this whatever, like, dreams? I think that actually was um, shy, your, like, past life regression type 
meditating thingy because oh, it yeah. seems too cool. But this thing is here, and it, you're asking it questions, and I'm thinking that it looks like a character from Tokyo Ghoul because that's what it's going to use that's in my mind right now to make it look the most scary possible. <laughs> and it's, like, licking the side of my face, even though it's over there. It's, like, intimidating me. Like, yeah. the scary guy from Tokyo Ghoul that, like, licks people because he thinks they smell good because he wants to eat them. Well, it's keep- really bad. Don't watch it. But it's also really good because I can't stop. It's it's better than Twilight. Sorry. <laughs> You're talking about vampires. I couldn't help it. They're not vampires. They're ghouls. Okay. But uh, I keep like having flashes where I physically see this thing that's on the stairs. Yeah. It's <laughs> and gross. it's interesting because I've never like physically saw something that wasn't human-esque. I'm really struggling with this chair over here. Yeah. It's a fun time. All right. So uh, what about her lucid dreaming? since I was uh, distracted the whole time. She was like... With her past life regression. A really fancy woman from South America that was cheating on her husband with the gardener. And her husband was like, if you don't stop messing around with Lupe, I'm going to be pissed. So you need to come to Europe or somewhere with me so that I can make sure that you're not canoodling with Lupe in the rose garden or you stay here and all of everybody locks you away and you just live without Lupe forever and she was like no and then there was like a tragic helicopter accident and she's like no out of body experience because I actually am dead this is my tombstone and these are all of the things and how my life now relates to the life that I lucid dreamed after doing the loopy dance I'm loopy I'm loopy so do you see your past life I want to say yes <laughs> you got a lot of information. Yeah. Well, stop looking at it. I. It's hard. I physically see it. <laughs> it's like um. I don't know. When you're like passing a car crash, you like want to look at it because it's like different. There's a fucking weird being on my stairs. What okay. am I supposed to look at? I'm gonna make it go away. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's gone now. It is gone now. It is gone now. You keep saying it's not gone and it's not going to, but I'm telling you it's gone now. You want to know how, as a psychic medium, I make things like that go away? I imagine them being smooshed like a bug in between a book that's closing. <laughs> that's what as I As a psychic medium, talk, I talk to them. It's like, how's your day? Would you like a coffee? Are you lying to me or is this real? Book. <laughs> but yeah, she said that that her current or her husband that she was with ended up getting divorced looked just like the guy that she was a wife to in the past life and the guy Lupe the gardener uh, is important now you can hear all of the water you definitely heard that too (laughs) (laughs) it's important to her life now and that her name now is just a pseudonym of Elena that's a real name wow okay next one yeah. Okay. Excellent. Well, your past life is a um, interesting. Well, no, she's annoying. She's annoying me because she's she thinks you. I'm annoying because oh. I'm not telling you more things. Mm, like what? She's very dramatic. I'm like, okay, well, what is it that you want to say? And she's like, well, it's not that I want to say anything. It's just that you're not paying attention to me, basically. Got you. I'm like, well, do you have anything that you want to say to shy? And they're like, yeah, but no. I'm like, okay. Well, then we're going to go to the next listener story while I continue to... 
the thing on the stairs with my metaphysical book. (laughs) (laughs) I need to stop watching Tokyo Ghoul, but I can't. He's still there. Next one. The wet girl in the nightgown. I feel like this could be a wet t-shirt contest, but for ghosts. (laughs) What do you think? Um, So this is brought to you by Savannah F. (laughs) And let's also say that the girl is a woman in a t-shirt. Spiritual boobies. You're welcome. Whenever I was six years old, my older sister's friend brought a Ouija board over to play. Why does it always start with a fucking Ouija board? Well, I think it's because people are more open to that, like, at that moment. So if something spoopy happened and they didn't have a Ouija board, they'd be like, that's nothing. But if they do have a Ouija board, then they actually notice it. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, you can walk around and have a ghost come up to you and, like, show you their boobies in a wet t-shirt, but if you don't have a Ouija board, like, in your backpack, it didn't actually happen. Yeah. Okay. The I first, would write 10 on the back of that Ouija board. The first name that came through was Fiona when we asked which spirits were here. She claimed to be a 12-year-old girl, and my grandparents built this house almost 50 years ago. But it is on an Indian burial ground, and also the Battle of Kalpins took place on the land. There is a river that runs behind our house. My papa went out of town, so I slept in my grandmother's bed with my brother. My grandmother was in the bathroom getting ready. It was about 6 a.m. There was a little bit of light shining from the bathroom door being cracked up and down the hall. At the bottom of the bed was a wooden chester box with blankets in it. Sorry, this is written interestingly. My brother and me both wake up at the same time, and at the bottom of the bed sitting on top of the chester box was a young girl in a white nightgown with long black hair that looked wet, hanging over her face, covering it. (laughs) Of course. We have Ouija boards Indian burial grounds. And then the girl from the garage. Yeah. In a nightgown. She was crisscross applesauce with her hands on her legs placed neatly. The nightgown looked soaking wet and dirty at the bottom. Maybe she was just got back from her trip in New York hanging out with the muck monster. It had a collar that looked like she was from the 1920s. We were both in shock, did not say a single word, staring at her, and we could feel her staring back at us, into our eyes as if she was staring into our souls. But you could not see her because her face was covered by her hair. Months later, my older sister saw her as well. When she woke up, she turned over, and there she was, crisscross applesauce, sitting beside our bed in the room we shared where we played with the Ouija board in the same exact way. I've always felt like she drowned in the river behind her house or was murdered. That was the first time I saw a full-body apparition and had my first paranormal experience. I was six years old. Sorry, that was really hard to read. It looks like uh, a lot of things were, like, auto-corrected. So, caller was call her. So, (laughs) it was confusing. You see the girl? Yeah. Um, do you see her as, like, a person? Yeah, I don't see her as, like, that scary thing that they were explaining. Yeah, I, um, she made me write when Em was talking. Dude, my hair did a loop-de-loop and pull, and it's not looking cool. Um, 
She made me write 1880s, specifically 1886, not 1920s. Um, she's saying that a lot of people see her in the reflection of the windows of the house and that she's waiting for someone to come get her. She shows me the scene in which she passed, which was she was out in the woods with her mother um, and the... I see like a man. Her and her mother were out doing something and um, her mother left and said, I'll be right back. But a man came out of the woods and I feel like that has to do with how she passed in the water. I do feel like she was drowned and when she figured out that she was gone, um, when the man took her away from her mother, it's really weird. I see her and her mother traveling in the woods and then her mother literally says, stay right here I'll be back and she doesn't know why her mother's leaving she's not giving me that information it's like everything's very disconnected when it comes to that um but a man came out of the woods and he's like oh you're supposed to come with me I'm going to take you with your mother or take you to your mother oh maybe her mom got snatched yeah that would make sense because now the man is talking to me and he's a shitty person how did they get separated um, I, the little girl is telling me that the mother walked away somewhere and told her to be oh, stay put because she explains it to me like a deer like when a mom deer leaves a baby deer and they just sit in the thicket so her mom walked away I feel like her mom might have gotten taken by these men and the one one I feel like there was three men she's saying two maybe two of them found her and the third one was with her mom but the man that took her away said that oh yeah your mom told me to come get you I'm gonna take you to your mom which obviously didn't happen she passed in the river and she's waiting for her mom to come get her is there more than one man yeah I think there's three but there's one that's talking to me because they're telling me the story of Bambi mm-hmm. in the most darkest way possible they're telling me the story of Bambi because they're showing me Bambi's like mom died because of a like a shooter mm-hmm. a hunter yeah and um bambi was fine however in this case because bambi was like a baby deer another wolf came and got him mm. and this man is the wolf yeah but they're different than the person that took the the mom do without what you will (laughs) (laughs) sorry for the dark stuff but they literally explained it to me like in a nursery rhyme because it's scary (laughs) yeah it is scary yeah but yeah she says she's not gonna leave and she's not 12 she's 13 actually and she's stubborn (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know what to do with that the next one is called in my mind's eye I feel like that makes me think about a song okay. oh it's a it's a country song called in my daughter's eye i think anyways charlie b thank you for your spoopy story submission man i feel like we should have to like end the other story differently but i really don't know what to do my ear is on fire what about the little girl Mm-hmm. i think it's just my ego saying that i should say something more but this man also is a shitty human Anyways, <laughs> Charlie B says, I'm not 100% sure if this counts as a spooky story, but recently my dreams have been amping it up when it comes to paranormal things happening in them. 
Bradley's been having weird dreams too. At least he said he was like two weeks ago. And then I think whatever dream monster was sucking the soul out of him with a, with a bendy straw. Was it the thing on the stairs? No. <laughs> Hopped onto my noggin because I had weird dreams after he told me that he was having weird dreams. And then he's like, oh yeah, I'm going, I'm back to not dreaming again. And I was like, yeah, well, I've been living it up Larry's way over here in my subconscious. I wonder what it's like dreaming when you can't picture things in your head like brad well, that's probably why it's upsetting when he has <laughs> scary dreams <laughs> he has like very graphic dreams i don't have graphic dreams they're scary oh, you mean like like gory like bloody okay yeah i don't have gory dreams usually ever but they're scary because i don't like things that are scary hence why tokyo ghoul is absolutely losing making me lose my lose my mind yeah, my dreams are very much, I have a lot of nightmarish dreams, but I'm entertained by them, but other people would be scared of them. <laughs> like being chased by werewolves is pretty entertaining. Charlie B says, I've always been a stupid, vivid, vivid I wish I could beatbox. All I can do is mispronounce words. Uh-huh. I've always been a super vivid dreamer, but lately I've started having dreams where I'm a medium. Mmm. In waking life, I read tarot and have always had a connection to spiritual and occult matters, but I haven't seen an actual apparition in physical form since I was younger. That's okay. You don't have to. In my dream, I was in this older house and I was there to read a client. When I walk in, you can just feel that it's dead silent, but something is very much active in there. I walked the wooden floors to a door that led down to the basement. Don't go in the basement! No, it's fine. Dude, I don't even want to be in the basement when we do this stuff. I have a nice basement. I have creepy crawl space where they hide. Clearly. Looks into crawl space makes me un- uncomfortable. The little things that crawl down the stairs. You know, it's fine. I walked the wooden floors to a door that led down to the basement. Downstairs, it's just a dirt floor and extremely dark but empty. Then in my mind's eye, I see a light flash on and just see dead animals slack slash chunks of fur all over the floor and whatever that thing was in the corner <laughs> wait I'm, I'm sorry why why are you saying and whatever that thing was in the corner you're just like it's completely dark then there's a flash of light and all i see is dismembered animals and fur and whatever that thing is in the corner because my brain dealing with this super scary situation is like there's something in the corner it's patrick <laughs> Why is it Patrick? <laughs> this isn't a dark, scary basement with pieces of animals everywhere. This is Patrick. Wow. <laughs> Can you tell she's nervous? Nervous laughter. Oh, God. I hate basements. Oh, God. God. This is in her dream still, right? Yes. Okay. Put that thing back where it came from, Marcel. Help me. So help me. That thing in the corner is scary. The light was just a bulb that had a long chain cord to turn it on. But outside my mind's eye, the light was already blown. What? Oh, so you're in reality, but your mind's eye is showing you something different. Got it. Yep, that's usually how my life works, too. Like, we don't physically see the scary thing on the stairs. not asleep, and she sees dead animals and that thing in the corner. No, what's happening is she is in. A, she's asleep. She's uh-huh. visiting a place in oh. her sleep. So it's like, <laughs> but she's a medium in she's her dream. It in her mind, in her mind. <laughs> yes, got it. <laughs> it's like if I were to walk into this basement 
and like see weird things as a medium about this basement in my mind's eye. But instead of physically being in the basement, I'm dreaming about being in the basement, mm-hmm. which blows my mind. That's a lot of layers. Your dream is like an ogre. No, oh, it's like Inception. Ogres are like layers. They're like onions. They have layers. This dream is like an ogre. Anyways, maybe that's what's in the corner. Shrek. No, it's probably that thing that's coming down the stairs. Oh, God. He was number one. Sorry. The light was just a bulb that had a long chain cord to turn it on. But outside my mind's eye, the light was already blown. I asked the client if the lights were affected and if there was something with dead animals. (laughs) Sorry. My brain is helping me cope with this. And she had confirmed everything. As a tarot reader, in real life, I've always been able to see scenarios play out in my mind's eye, but this was something more vivid than I'd ever experienced. And to see the entity in the dream blew my mind, too. The last time I actually saw any spirit in the physical, my grandmother had told me that they didn't exist. I now know she had told me this as a means to not scare me, but I can't help to question, is this a sign I may start to see things again? Was definitely spooky for me, nonetheless, LOL exclamation point in capitals lol in my dream i was in the older house and i was there to read for a client yeah you're um it sounds like you're a medium however you don't talk about what the spirit is you just say that you walk down the stairs and you see weird horrible things and then whatever it is that's in the corner oh maybe that thing that's in the corner is the spirit that she's referring to or charlie is referring to it wasn't patrick (laughs) Emily just looked at me with the most can you please stop look on her face which is usually how she looks at me yeah I need to deal with this it's scary it's not that scary (laughs) it is scary it's a dream dreams are scary so uh what do you see about that I see that she's probably most definitely a psychic medium and uh you don't have to I'm here to tell you that you don't have to see things as a physical apparition in order to be a psychic medium it sounds like you're a mental medium but also in a weird way that you do it for dreams I don't know because you can do exactly what you did in that dream of walking down into a physical space and then seeing in your mind's eye things metaphysically associated with that space in real life you don't have to do it in a dream because that's how I get information all the time like I'm and I just posted a TikTok about fairies that we see in this really cute video from TikTok of this tree and water or whatever. And people are like, I don't actually see them. How are you doing that? It's like, well, I'm actually not seeing them either. I see them in my mind's eye. But, you know. I feel like I see a past life of yours that's telling me that you did this in a past life. (laughs) I I don't see that, but it doesn't mean that it's not happening. Yeah. I see a woman with brown hair. It's straight and it curls on the bottom, like curls in. But I feel like she was, like, more predominantly medium. Like, she did it in her daily life. But, yeah, I feel like that's where you're getting your gifts from. And I feel like she's the one that, like, brought you the dream to help you understand the things that have been happening to you. In the scariest way possible. Well, I mean, it wasn't just her. (laughs) What do you mean? I don't think she was the only one that told, like, made her have this dream. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're telling me that you're not seeing it because one, it scares you. And two, our listener, Charlie B, needs validation of the physical aspect of it, of you are most likely probably a psychic medium, of which a mental medium. And then they also need the metaphysical portion of it from you. And you're going to talk to the scary things, which I don't want to do for validation. Make sense? (laughs) You guys missed, what, last week? My mom came to do a podcast with us about what it is to, uh, and it's probably not last week. I don't know what order these are going to come out in. I'm sorry. But go on a a witch hunt, if you will, to find (laughs) that episode where my mother does AMSR, ASMR. She does gross things with her mouth. (laughs) My mother, we finally gave her a pair of headphones so she could hear herself talking into the microphone, and she decided to eat her almond Hershey's chocolate bar by putting the microphone in her mouth and continuing to eat in order to make herself feel good. And then I tell her, I have ADHD, mom. You probably do too. And she's like, no, I don't. As she's AMS, AMS, thing when people talk and do weird sounds on a microphone because it makes people's brain feel good. She does that. Next story. (laughs) The next story is called The Scariest Halloween Decoration question mark it's important is it santa no i'm just always gonna think that anything that has a question mark or some sort of positive undertone is going to be santa related the scariest halloween decoration gives you positive undertone well there was a question mark so that makes me feel like the sentence before it could be debated on whether it is actually a spooky hair scary halloween decoration or santa claus himself or it's a real scary halloween decoration I'm going to go so, with Santa. <laughs> this story is brought to you by Selena H. Thank you, Selena. So this happened when I was around the age of 10 or 11, around Halloween. I was going to my cousin's house for lunch. Does Selena usual. have an uncle? I'm know. sorry. You're not here and she's not here. I just heard <laughs> the last name and then this man came forward because I was like, why am I hearing this woman's last name? Interesting. Anyways, I'm sorry. In parentheses. My grandma used to always make lunch for us. And when we and when we got to there, I knocked on the door on this particular day. It was taking my grandmother longer than usual to get the door. So while I was bored and waiting on the porch, I was leaning over the side railings where you can see down a side path that leads into the backyard. While I was leaning over, I saw an old wrinkly lady with wild gray hair sitting cross-legged on the top of the fence. That was me. Oh, God. <laughs> she had black holes for eyes and a huge grin on her face. Some people would say that I have beautiful eyes, but I'll let you have your opinion. She was sitting still. That's what I look like when I don't wear glasses. I kept staring, trying to comprehend what it was. I try looking away and look back to make sure I was not dreaming. Till this day, I don't know what she was. Was it just an intricate Halloween decoration? Question mark. But I never saw her again, and recently it just hit me as a kid, even before I saw her when I watched Sailor Moon. You're great. None of the villains ever scared me, except a random villain who sat cross-legged on a carpet. I wasn't scared of monsters, creatures as a kid. However, I had this irrational fear of seeing some dark figure cross-legged floating outside my window. 
I don't know if it was a result of the Sailor Moon villain, but I find it weirdly coincidental that it came true for me. <laughs> well, when you walked out of your grandma's house, was the decoration still sitting crisscross applesauce? And by the decoration, I mean me. Was I still sitting on the fence when you left? Or did you just not think to look because you were a child and you were very, very annoyed that your grandma was taking forever to open the door? Well, she was probably spooked or thinking that she saw something that wasn't there. Dude, I would have hyper fixated on that bitch until I left. And then I, my mom would have been like, it's time to go home. And I'd be like, can I please just not exist anymore? Please. I don't want to go outside the, that door. So was she seeing a spirit or was she just scared seeing a Halloween decoration? Um, I feel like she was maybe seeing a spirit because I get like a funny vibe from whatever this thing is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's not an old lady. Um, With black holes for eyes and a huge grin. Yes and no. I don't think it is. I think it's some sort of spiritual. They're telling me that they... The only thing that it's telling me is, gotcha, bitch. God. (laughs) I feel like it's some sort of like spiritual being that your soul knows, but you don't know as a human. Um, And it kind of just like messes with you, which is why you've seen it before. And it knows that you're scared of those things because... It makes me feel like it. it's just a friend. Like, if I was alive in this life right now and you weren't because whatever spirit universe didn't want us to be twin flames at the same time, you would do the same freaking shit. You would be like, I'm a spiritual being. I'm going to scare you. You would be Patrick sitting in the corner of my nightmare. I would. Yes. I feel like this is the same thing because it's not giving me spooky vibes and I feel like I should be having spooky vibes because... We read another listener story that we didn't want to put on here because it gave me such spooky vibes and not in like the same way yours is. It's like bad spooky vibes. I'm looking up villains from Sailor Moon. And since spirits know, see, hear, and feel everything they would know, that's the one that spoops you. Because I see a woman here. Yeah, I feel like she it's a like female presence kind of too. Yes. Um, <laughs> Do I know who this is? <laughs> no. There's a... This this character from Sailor Moon, I think it's from Sailor Moon. She has white hair that goes down to the floor. And she's in like a black, blue, purplish outfit that it has the open has like open front so you can see your stomach and then is like a halter top. She shows me that and I've never seen this character before in my life. But uh she also doesn't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what you're seeing or something similar. Yeah. They give me a very funny vibe, which is interesting. Did was you guys it, like your listener stories? It was a good time. Was that like her twin flame or something? I feel like it's something like that. Because I think it's funny. She says, yes, but not exactly. I don't know what that means. Because <laughs> I feel like she's a twin flame, but she says, not exactly. It's different. There's something else that you guys don't know about because you're humans. Ah, got it. She's telling me that the best way to describe it is as like a soul sister. A soulmate? No, it's not a soulmate. She's making me hear um, that one movie. It's like, oh, she's making me listen to Moulin Rouge. I don't know what that is. Hey, sister, soul sister, wow. yo, sister. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Weird. Something, something. I'm Moulin Rouge. <laughs> That's what she's making me hear. God. Is Moulin Rouge. And she's making me listen specifically to the part where they go soul sister. 
So, did you guys know that we have a Patreon where you can get listener stories before they come out? I know it's pretty exciting. And if you're really excited about it, we have a link in the show notes. So go there because we're at 38 patrons right now. And all we need is 12 more to open a P.O. box and reach our first Patreon goal. Dude, it'll be really exciting. I really want to have a P.O. box so that people can send us spoopy things. Don't. <laughs> spoopy things? Well, when I say spoopy, I'm just using it to in lieu of like, cool, superb, awesome, funky, jiggy, God. interesting, Gives eclectic. me anxiety. <laughs> if you guys send us any freaking haunted bullshit, I'm going to send it right back, just so you know. I'll keep it. No. <laughs> if someone sent us haunted things, they're not going to put a return address, Liv. Then we we sacrifice it. I think that would be bad. No. <laughs> yeah, I would. You sacrifice it to the sacrificing gods. All of them at once. Every uh-huh. single one. Uh-huh. Guys, we were talking about yesterday. No, we'll do this later. And by we, I was having a conversation with myself. You mean soul reapers? Yes. <laughs> I added it to Asana. Ah. Because she was talking about death gods or something that like cause natural selection. And I was like, that's not a death god. It's a reaper. And a reaper is a type of being like fairies are a type of being. Emily doesn't like robins. And there was a robin that flew so hard into the glass of our work building that it is no longer with us, sadly. She also just has a predisposition of anger towards robins. They're just really dumb, <laughs> and they wake me up in the morning. But uh, when she opens her coffin in the morning, after that creak, she does not want to hear robins. Yeah, but Liv was asking about how natural selection happens, and a soul reaper came forward and was like, you know all those Shinigami that you watch on anime? I'm one of those things, but I'm not the only one. I don't just handle natural selection. There's a whole bunch of us in a similar way that fairies manage different aspects of a forest. We manage different aspects of death. We are what you would refer to as a reaper, which is interesting because it looks similar to like your, your mom's spirit guide. Interesting. Yeah. Well, my my joke was, M says, well, one time before the tragic loss of Tweety happened, there was a robin that was running itself into the window. And I was like, man, I wish I could like make it stop. And she's like, it's natural selection. And I was like, that's so mean. She's like, I hate robins. They're dumb. This is natural selection. And then literally two weeks later, there's a robin that hit the window that m- might be the one that was hitting the window two weeks prior that uh, is no longer with us. So it made me think, Em and I were talking about how we want to make a skit on how people like get into heaven. <laughs> and it's like, after you die, you meet this guy that's in a cowboy hat playing the harmonica. And he's like, how did you get in here? And you well, guys like- It's like when you go to prison, people <laughs> yes. ask you, how did you get in? Because what- it, a lot of times it's really cool. But when you go to heaven, sometimes really cool things happen like, you getting eaten by a tiger so when you get there you ask people so what are you in for <laughs> and i want to be the one telling them that i was eaten by a lion in a tornado upside down 
while eating yeah. Dippin' Dots. And I didn't die when I went through the lion. I died after I got pooped out. <laughs> and it made me think that if people can get into heaven for different ways, maybe there's specific reapers instead of just the one that looks like from the adventures of Billy and Mandy that everyone sees with like the scythe, that different reapers look different depending on what way someone died. So like they do the bird that flew into the window is not the reaper of natural selection. It is the reaper of birds that fly into windows. No. And that like Abby was telling us that in this weird movie that she saw, there was a lady that went into outer space and the space shuttle blew up, but it's not the space shuttle blowing up that killed her first. It was the fact that a toilet like flew through the space shuttle and like knocked her into the head and conked her out. And I was like, so you think that the fact that the space shuttle blew up did not kill her, but therefore the toilet did? And she goes, yes. And I said, so the death reaper that kills people by concussion of toilets flying through space has like a plunger. And when he like took her soul to the other side, he like grabbed his toilet brush wand and was like, boop, like a fairy godmother. It was like, poof. No, I feel like reapers are more specialized to the being in which is passing and then the location in which they are passing because they tell me that like we don't have control over death but it needs to follow like a certain script of what we planned so they are the beings that help make the script happen so they're the producer they're the director director sorry producer is the one that buys all the things we bought it we the producer Uh and they direct it Mm mm-hmm it's like a spirit guide, but for death. But the one that died from concussion of toilet, instead of a having... A helped it do that. Instead of having the little, like, boxy thing that people go, action! He has a toilet brush wand and a plunger on his head. Don't no, tell he has, me he doesn't. He has the kiss of death. Which is his fairy godmother toilet brush wand. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Patrons! If you become a Patreon, um, you can not only see Emily's beautiful face that unlocks her phone... But also, listen to all of this kind of stuff that we make for These are our shout-outs. Shannon. You didn't let me finish. It makes me sad. <laughs> People want to know what Patreon gives them besides us Cindy. mispronouncing their names. <laughs> Santa. Kylie. Mev. Laura. Rainika. Mystery Girl. Jordan. Savannah. Trinity. Avery. Cass. Anthony. Violet. Tiana. Peyton. Arena. Allie. Mac. Jet. Josie. Thought it was Jenny. Autumn. Victoria. Dias. Jenny. Laurel. Brianna. Nate. Bradley. You're a towel and I love you. Sandy. Nas. Sherry. Greer. Sophie. Hmm. Alana. Mia. I think I did something. <laughs> I don't think these people are patrons still. But whatever, we'll read them. <laughs> Christina. Sushi. Oh, yeah, you're right. I hit the filter off button. Oh, man, I touched everything. Oh, wow. So here's our shout outs. Shannon. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Cindy. Sienna. Kylie. Mev. Laura. Renika. Mystery Girl. Trinity. Avery. Cass. Anthony. Violet. Peyton. Brina. Allie. Mac. Josie, Autumn, Dias, Victoria, Jenny, Laurel, Brianna, Nate, Bradley, Sandy, Nas, Cherry, Christina, Sushi, Anita, Katie, 
Charles, Holly, Krista, Flo, Malake. <laughs> if you guys are interested in uh, gracing your ear hole holes and also your eye hole holes, we have a YouTube. We have Instagram. We have TikTok. We have a website. We have a blog. We do readings. And we're also your sidekicks, everything metaphysical. And if you guys want to get in on the next listener stories, we need more listener stories from you. There's a link in the description. What are you waiting for? Anything, guys. Paranormal. You felt the presence of someone looking at you. You you want us to talk about your spirit guides. It was actually just me remote you smell viewing colors. you. <laughs> you know, smell colors. You astral projected and you can see my basement. And you're the one in the crawl space. You know, things like that. We also would uh, appreciate if you would leave us an Apple review. We are going to read the Apple reviews that you when guys When and if leave. we get them. Well, yes. <laughs> that you leave and you have to write something funny. Like the worst dad joke, the best dad joke. Something that made you giggle during the podcast. Anything. An emoji of your metaphysical medium hat. I don't know. Yeah, give us some listener stories as well. And we'll write the funniest one or uh, shout out the funniest one in the next podcast. And if you like content like this, make sure you follow, subscribe, or do whatever you do for podcast things. And we'll see you guys in the next one. We are Metal Sock Kicks. There's something coming down the stairs still. Jeez, no. Are you submitting stories? Do it now. His eyes look like the um, eyes from like the iPhone emoji that like look sideways. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>